Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by Power Exchange Summit, a celebration of all styles of power exchange. May 24th, 25th, 26th in Columbus, Ohio. Find out more at powerexchangesummit.org. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Today on the podcast, uh, we are going to be talking about... Uh, behavior of slaves and if masters are responsible for that and what they can do about it. We're going to be talking about the uh, fantastic time we had at Madtown Kinkfest and we will actually play the keynote that we did or the opening chitter chat. Yes. I don't know what you want to call it, a keynote. I'm not a big fan of keynotes, but we'll call it the opening chitter chat. The opening chitter chat. It kind of set the mood for the event too. That was kind of neat. I I hope so. I hope so. I did have some people Chasing me around with oranges after that, which will make sense in a moment. Uh, and then we got all kinds of other stuff going on. I think I would like to start off today because it is Valentine's Day with this, uh, this, this uh, 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 <laughs> statement oh, of love. That is what it is. And how this came about was we have the uh, Kinkstarter deck. And one of the um, options to support the project was that you could um, donate at a certain level. Mm-hmm. And if you did that, you got to put something on the podcast. And, and we assumed people would use it for advertising for something. Mm-hmm. They were doing some events, something like that. And this person said, no, no, I want to simply tell somebody that I love them. Oh, and it's so awesome. To my beloved Welshman, thank you for being a special part of my life. From the first time we chatted online, I felt a connection to you. That connection has grown and blossomed into a deep bond that is visible to those around us. We've been married nearly 13 and a half years, and there's a joy to each day, knowing I will wake up to see your face and fall asleep after kissing you each night. I promise that I will never let a day go by when I don't tell you how much I love you and appreciate you. You helped me find my true self, and you encouraged me to let my true self shine. I cannot fully put into words all that you've brought to my life and how much you mean to me, but I promise to spend the rest of my life telling you and showing you your loving wife, Layla. Oh, That's just perfect for the Valentine's Day. It is. It is. Um... So, happy Valentine's Day, Welchman and Layla, and everybody else out there. Everybody else. Yay! Everybody deserves a happy Valentine's Day. Yes, it, they, they just do. do. Yes. Um, wow. Oh, where do we go from there? <laughs> where do we go from there? So. so, we had a fantastic time at the Madtown King Fest. This we is our did. first time there. And we had a fantastic time there. Um, 
We got to do, they had a heating swimming pool that was surrounded by glass. Uh So we got to see the snow out. So that was kind of neat. I got to see my first ice fisherman. We we mentioned that on the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. And we got to swim in the pool and meditate. Did we talk about that too? No, we did not. That was awesome. So, And then the event itself started and... um, uh, Roger, who was the one of the directors of the event, uh, kept calling us rock stars. He and, did. Well, all the presenters. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, of course, we had to refer him to episode 200 of the podcast where we say <laughs> we are not rock we're stars. We're not rock stars. That was fun. Um, met a, a lot time, of people. Yeah. Met a lot of people that from uh, know us from the podcast, not only uh, Roger and, I don't know, and Fly, Kung, Fly Kinga, Fly who, Kinga. I, if I understand correctly, is the... And I told her at the event what a fantastic job she did with the run book. Uh, oh, which yeah. you and I look at so often at different events, and we glance through it and say, oh, okay, and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a very nice one. Uh, we met Sibian Slave, uh, who is a podcast listener, so <laughs> hello to you. Yes. And uh, a few other people as well, such as Lost in Subspace. Yes. What a, what a nice name that was. And uh, Halo. Yes. Hi, Halo. <laughs> Naughty and, little Halo. Oh, oh yay. Uh, who I do plan to, uh, I probably will, uh, if I have the opportunity to kiss at least eight or nine more times. Ooh. Um, we do have an event coming up that she's going to be at. Yes, I know. This is like a pre, this nice. is kind of flirting in a way. Uh, nice. Or it might be foreplay, who knows. But I also want to give them a thank you too, Lost in Subspace and Halo, because <laughs> they went out twice and got a Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> was so awesome. I would be more than happy to kiss Lost in Subspace as well, her <laughs> partner, if uh, they do Starbucks for us again. Maybe I should. <laughs> probably mm. would make it probably more pleasant for we him as well. Line them up side by side. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not a bad idea. Uh, so, fantastic event. Really neat that we, I actually had, <clears throat> excuse me, some people come up to me uh, during the event regarding the podcast and say, mm-hmm. you know, we love, uh, I, I really love listening to all the episodes of the podcast, uh, except for... By well, this person actually said, I, I don't like the Lee Harrington ones. Aww. Somebody else said, came up to me later and said, Oh, I love the podcast, especially the Lee Harrington ones. <laughs> uh, you're okay too. We had somebody, I had somebody tell me that they skip whenever you and I do one, uh-huh. they skip the first 20 minutes where we sit around and bather <laughs> until they get to the interview. <laughs> we, babble, we babble too much, so but that goes to show that it's neat to have different. You know, a different host on the podcast because right. people have different things that they're looking for. So, yay. Some listeners love all of our hosts equally. Mm-hmm. Some listeners have a preference one way or the other. Yep. Um, we so, are a little know, different. Yeah. So. Uh, not a big deal one way or the other. Uh, and then uh, Hugo, who um, I believe we met at the event too. I'm we pretty sure. We did met because I remember seeing the name tag Hugo because it's U-G-O. And I was like, wow, if you put a little Y in front of there, you'd be a little Hugo. Beep, beep. And that's how I remembered I met him. <laughs> did, did you say that to him? No. Okay, good. Because I've looked at the Sorry. flirting book we're writing. That's not <laughs> that in there. That was a little thought in my head. It didn't. I, I was smart and didn't let it fall out. But I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, you go licked us on our Facebook page, and I see that Earl in Indiana is a new subscriber. Probably yes. wants to know about those Kinkstarter cards. Maybe that's why he's subscribed. Oh, could be. I Have s- we even announced it on the mailing list yet? What, that they're all out? Yeah. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> I haven't, our, our travel schedule right now has um, not allowed me to put out the mailing list <laughs> at the moment. So we actually got stuck. So we knew we were going to Winter Wickedness two weekends ago. And then we did Madtown Kink up in Madison last weekend. And then on our way back, we, uh, we were supposed to be back Sunday night. 
We knew we would have right, time this right. week to chill and catch up on work and everything. We're supposed to be back Sunday night. And no, there was snow in... Where was that? Minneapolis, which shut down the airport right, for a right. while. So we got hung up and all that. Didn't get home till Monday afternoon. So yep. now we're a day behind and we leave tomorrow for Looper. Well, Hell yeah. <laughs> the, the silver lining to that is we got to spend a meal with Big Bad Jim. Oh, we did. At the airport. At the airport. So that, that was, was kind of awesome. neat. So, got to, you know, I didn't really know he was from Canada until he said a boot. <laughs> Instead of about, Are we that's about my to, clue. Yes, yes. We're, we're about to go to Canada, so please don't don't pick oh, on them too much. Okay, I won't. Um, <laughs> what else? So, and this is probably the part where the, that one person is skipping ahead. They're like, what the fuck do I care where you're going? Get to the meat of the story. So, but the part that I did not put into the mailing list was the Kickstarter update. Yes. So, and the Kickstarter update is the cards came in last week. We mailed all the domestic ones last week before we left on our Mad Town. Mm-hmm. Because we really wanted to try to get those in by Valentine's Day. We knew the international ones probably weren't going to make it by Valentine's Day. So those got out right after we got back from that town. Mm -hmm. They take a little longer to ship. And those uh, should be showing up in people's doorsteps uh, across the world, such as, where do we send them to? Oh, my goodness. The, the, The post office employee was curious as to what all this was. Because on the customs form, it just says deck of cards. And um, we had Brazil and Switzerland and Sweden and Italy, Czech Republic, um, Korea International School. There was one that went to Korea. <laughs> uh, lots of Australia's, mm-hmm. Ireland, England, Canada. Um, good gosh. Good golly molly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of every place else. I mean, it was All really the place, across basically. the board. It was amazing. Excuse me. Uh, so that's cool. So the Kickstarter cards are out there. You can actually, now, at this point, mm-hmm. we've got all the pre-orders done, all the funders taken care of. If you yes. would like a deck of the cards, you can go out to Erotic Awakening, mm-hmm. find the Kickstarter link, and order a deck. Just and like, it's already been found and some shipped out yesterday. So Well, there you go. Yay. Uh, quick bat update. Uh, for those that uh, listen to the podcast Aww. regularly, you're aware that I have Did someone in my collar named Bat who... Uh, Broke her ankle recently. Did you see the picture she sent last night? Uh, the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's all bandaged up and stuff. Wow. And that is our bad update of the day. She is actually, for some reason, she's gone back to work already. Uh-huh. I am so glad when I have surgery, you knock me out for a week. Because she is a little bit like me, or I'm a little bit like her, and that we are overachievers. Yes. And try to do stuff too soon. So. No, I, I for the, in the first week, I say, shut up. Eat this pain pill. Yes. Go to sleep. You do. Go to sleep. <laughs> And we know that's the first week because otherwise I want to get up and serve you. Mm-hmm. So, and I just try to do things too fast and that can impede the healing process. Bat. <laughs> that can in- <laughs> I want to pronounce it. Are you listening? <laughs> uh, so bad, but the nice thing is Bat's getting a lot of support from her, her uh, family mm-hmm. and uh, she is actually taking the two focused on focusing on receiving instead yes. of giving, which is always, always a wonderful nice. lesson. Uh, and, and I know that when it happens to me, I hate the idea that, well, fuck your lesson. Mm-hmm. I got a broken ankle. Fuck your lesson. But it is, if you can get something positive out of it, why not? Absolutely. So um, I did want to throw out there that I am 
tired this morning <laughs> it doesn't come across i was up late last night with monkey puzzle club again yeah. and um actually got to teach it so since we are running it was supposed to be me and you but since we're running a day behind you had to catch up with your real-time work mm-hmm. and um so i taught it myself which is okay this is the energy one and you know i do a lot of teaching on that anyway in, in various styles so i got to teach about energy play that was really interesting so Ah, lots of good times. That's okay. I didn't tell you something that I did last <laughs> night. <laughs> hmm. After the, the um, I had pulled one of the people up in front to show how you can do energy work and what kind of reaction yeah, it would get. Yeah. And um, had the Kadishti blanket out and was doing a little bit of that on her. And at the end, I was still feeling this connection with her. Uh-huh. And I kind of walked up to her and I was like, how would you like to be flogged? She's like, you what? didn't flog anybody. I did. <clears throat> I did. But the thing is, is I don't really top. Uh-huh. So it only kind of turned into, a, I kind of just like put her up against the wall and took her shirt off. And um, so it was only a kind of a flogging. I was still so energetically energized in my hands. Mm-hmm. It ended up just becoming a hand stroking, finding the energy, finding the nerve bundles. Hmm. And um, it's really kind of neat to watch somebody under your hands almost drop to the floor. Nice. You know, so it started out to be a flogging, but I don't top and I don't do well with toys. Mm-hmm. But with my hands, it's really, really, really neat. Very cool. Anyone I know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say. It was Dolly. I was new. I thought it was. (laughs) I thought you just said you weren't going to say. Oh. Well, then I remembered I knew her scene name. (laughs) So I can mention it. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's Kinky Fun Group. Come up for the April Fool's Party on March 23rd. Pay 20 bucks at the door. Bring your photo ID at 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. at the Princeton Club. That's happening in Columbus, Ohio. And have Dawn rub her hands all over you as well. Although, are we actually in town for that? Um, Actually, we are. I think you're busy, but I have laughter yoga that day with boy Ah. Chris. Now, you so, will be all charged up then. Mm-hmm, I will be all charged up. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Yay. So we really should get into some kind of a topic at some point. I guess we should. Uh, although we have a lot to go over that's not that as well. Uh, so we taught some classes in uh, Madison, two of them being power exchange related classes, mm-hmm. and they went very, very well. Uh, we did contracts to collarings, and we did what's love got to do with MS. Uh, the nice thing about what's love got to do with MS, we got a lot of positive feedback on that one. But that's one where we really lay down a little bit of information and let the audience mm-hmm. uh, lead that conversation, and that ended up really, really well. Yeah, and contracts, like you said, contracts to collarings went really well too. So, and um, it still kind of kind of amazes me that we can go into the power exchange workshops with no notes. I mean, we have notes. We just don't look at them. So, and it just really, really flows. So, mm-hmm. though we also did sensual spanking, which was really naughty and nice. Yes. And what was the fourth one? Slutty sex to real relationships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I asked someone. Someone said that they really liked that workshop. And that they, they wrote me on FET. And I was like, really? I said, because I felt like I blushed through the whole thing. And he's like, yeah, you blushed a couple of times, but it was cute. And I'm like, really? I still blush over that workshop. I, that's a 
tell you a secret about that workshop, and this is uh, won't be such a secret if if uh, Halo is still listening. Mm-hmm. I noticed that she was in the workshop, and I noticed that she left before the workshop was over. <laughs> and I was when I first met her and I first saw her in the workshop, I said, "Well, there's a, she's a hottie. Uh-huh. I wonder if she's interested in." Um, Slutty uh, sex. Well, that wasn't going really that far in my head, being the gentleman that I am. Um, but then halfway through, nice of you to snort on that one. Uh, she leaves, you know, like about three quarters of the way through she left. And um, later she, and I was like, oh, man, I guess she's not interested in this kind of, th- or actually I took it more personally than that. And uh, But then she told me later that she had to go to. Do volunteer duty volunteer or something. Duties, yes. yeah. So um, I'm not really sure why that came to mind but or is it related to anything <laughs> other than me trying to get in somebody's pants apparently well, that's okay <clears throat> at, at monkey puzzle club last night mm-hmm. there's this uh, really shy person and um they were asking me about the books that we've done and um he knew about the first one but the second one i'm like well that's just porn and someone next to me said erotica dawn it's erotica i'm like that's <laughs> right it's erotica well, the guy borrowed my copy and read the first story. Uh-huh. So I'm getting ready to give a hint for anybody that has the book or is getting the book. And he read the first story and he goes, this hotel spanking, that was really hot. I said, yeah, and that was really true. And he just looks at me. He goes, you? I'm like, all those stories are me. <laughs> He's like, and that was true? That guy is real? I'm like, yeah, I changed his name. And you could just see his eyes go... I think I want to read the rest of those stories. <laughs> and that's where we get some of our um, slutty sex stories from, oh, is, is things like that. So yeah. that was kind of neat. <laughs> Didn't realize that you were storing, starring in your own porno story, huh? I guess. I guess. so, But kind of cool. Uh, oh, we should probably goodness. mention, if anyone is still hanging around, we do have a topic coming up. That uh, Before we get into that, though, I do have to mention really quickly that... Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Manor Gear. Manor Gear is owned by a lifestyle couple with over 20 years experience and sells handcrafted leather goods. They specialize in custom-made items and the repair and restoration of your leather goods. Slave tested and master approved. Find out more at www.manorgear.com. And if you guys are listening, say hi to my leathers for me. Give them strokes and kisses. We have a a quite... A variety of things they're working on right now. Yes. Uh, you can also you can tell us uh, you can uh, you can help us with segways apparently. <laughs> oh fuck it, just write us Dan and Don at eroticawakening.com or the got comment form on the web page eroticawakening.com. We also have a Twitter account called Dan and Don, and we're on FetLife under the group Erotic Awakening. Two Other- words. <laughs> <laughs> Other ways to contact us as well as where we will be presenting. Past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff can be found at www.eroticawakening.com. Fabulous. Well, we have a question of the day or a topic. Actually, we have a topic. So, yes. and, and we're just the people that are skipping the first 20 minutes. You're right on cue. <laughs> so our um, topic of the day comes from a question of the day. And the question of the day goes is about... Uh, this is from Master RDB via FetLife. They say that they uh, would like us to do a segment on overcoming difficulties with one's slave, such as bratty behavior and acting out to achieve discipline, but also in helping a sub or slave to realize their full potential. And since we just did a couple classes on power exchange mm-hmm. um, and gearing up for the power exchange summit, yes. I thought we would mention 
the um, opportunity that this presents to help for to for a master to help modify some of these behaviors or help guide a submissive or slave. See, so here's the first part. Here's the tricky bit that it is not brainwashing or uh, behavior modification to me so much as it is to leadership. Mm, so, okay. for example, if you have an employee who you want to achieve more mm-hmm. and the employee wants to achieve more, but they're not quite sure how to go about it, a good boss, a good leader mm-hmm. gives them the opportunities to become a greater achiever. Oh. Uh, a boss doesn't spank you when you do poorly, granted. <laughs> Necessarily, although I've certainly mm-hmm. received my spankings at work in the way of re- you know in, in reviews and um, I don't receive a whole lot of spankings at work, but that you know that kind of you know right sort right. of thing. Um, you get to speak on that part more because I'm on the other end of that, so I'm not exactly sure what you do. I don't know if I want to know your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the idea that, but in our view, and we're going to use terminology of master and slave, you mm-hmm. use dom, sub, mistress, boy, whatever resonates for you. Um, I do believe that part of my role as a leader in a power exchange relationship is to help assist the submissive, the slave, or the kame in a achieving something, uh, bettering themselves. And I do that through guidance into what I view as the appropriate behaviors for submissive or slave. Mm-hmm. Um, and that assists, that kind of sets some goals and some parameters for where we're going in the relationship and where I want to lead that person. So, for example, um, how we communicate is a big deal for me and people right. that I train. Um, so that's something that I focus on. How we interact with the world, how we interact with each other, how we interact with ourselves. Mm-hmm. All important type stuff. So our question of how do you get there? How do you help them realize their full potential? Let's do the other half of that first, though. How do you help them overcoming or how do you work on overcoming one's slave, such as body behavior and acting out to achieve discipline? Now, you had some thoughts about that. I did have some thoughts about that. And um, part of th- that question is actually a little difficult for me because I've never had... That I'm aware of, I've never had the desire to be bratty. You know, I just don't have that desire. I don't like poking at you. I don't like, you know, doing anything on that level. And I absolutely don't want to be disciplined with the way you've set up discipline in this household and punishment and correction and stuff like that. I don't enjoy it. I don't try to drive anything towards receiving that. Mm -hmm. So... You know, if you have a sub that is, you know, being driven towards bratty behavior for discipline, it it feels like there's something else going on. So my first thought is, what are you giving them discipline-wise that's feeding them? Because people don't do things unless they get something from it. Mm -hmm. So if you are disciplining with a spanking or with attention... And that's why they're being bratty is because they want the attention. Don't give them attention. Mm -hmm. You know, if um, you're spanking them. Now, I firmly believe, because I have experience with this, in that you can spank a slave in play and in punishment. There's two totally different energies with that. I don't like disappointing you. 
therefore spanking as a punishment just it, it breaks my heart that you mm-hmm. would have to take something that I enjoy to play with and use it to punish me. It, it's absolutely doable. But if I was being bratty to get a spanking, why not change it up and instead say, you can't contact me today. Right. I'll be at work. Don't contact me. I don't want any text messages. I don't want a phone call. I don't want any emails. That, oh my right. God, you know, that would tear at my heart. That would, for me, that would cut out the bratty behavior. So you just have to figure out what the submissive is getting, what's feeding her bratty behavior. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then figure out the other side of that. Part of it that strikes me as important is to make sure that you and your uh, slave or submissive understands the language mm-hmm. that play is play. Play right. is when we get out the toys and we have play. Right. And discipline is when we are changing behaviors. And, mm-hmm. and we talk about this in Living MS, the difference between correction, discipline, and punishment. Right. And some people mix up punishment with... Uh, punishment. Yes. Yeah. So... First off, having that, you know, understanding and let the sub know if you want to play, tell me you want to play. If you want to get a good spanking in, say, ma'am, I would like a nice spanking Mm -hmm. and it'll happen or not happen. Uh, But if you want, if you're using bratty behavior to get that, um, that may not be the most positive thing. Now, granted, some people are into brat play. True. So this is a different thing from brat play to me. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, respectful power exchange relationship where brat play is not necessarily, where it's not, we're not talking about the brat play at all. Right, right. So, and another thing to keep in <clears throat> mind is if they're vying for attention um, as a master, look at yourself and see if something else has been on your mind and you haven't been fulfilling your role as master. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you're allowed to take a look at that, you know. Is she being bratty because of my behavior, you know, or something like that. To me, something else is going on in the relationship or something's just out of whack. Right. You know, the right discipline hasn't been found. The right um, way of interacting hasn't been found. Something like that. Something needs to be tweaked. Uh-huh. See, I, to me, I think that on, on one hand, there's... On one extreme, there's stoic, mm-hmm. right? And on the other extreme, there's bitchy, mm-hmm. right? So between those two extremes, we have ugh, being playful, being funny, being mm-hmm. silly, and being bratty. And right. that's not necessarily... Ugh, excuse me, I brought back a frog from Madison, apparently. <laughs> uh, that's not necessarily the order that they go in, right? right. And I like silly. I mm-hmm. like fun. Um, what I see other people as bratty, I normally don't like, mm-hmm. and I have no tolerance for bitchy at all. Right. I, but so because I feel that bratty and bitchy are not too far apart from each other, mm-hmm. I don't really tolerate bratty well. I tolerate, but I love silly. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, you know, you know, the, for the part of the question where uh, overcoming uh, bratty behavior. That's easy for me. I don't tolerate it. There right. is no bratty behavior in my life, period. Right. There's silly and there's cute, but uh, bratty, which is I'm going to do something annoying to get your attention, mm-hmm. I just don't tolerate it at all. Right. Um, but the challenge is, you know, when I put those words to it, I say, well, sometimes you'll lay in bed with me and you'll poke me and poke me and poke me, but that's silly. That's, that's playful. That's silly, right. Maybe the intent is where 
the difference lies. Oh, I like that. There is a, a different intent with the way this question's presented. So we get into the second half of the question, helping your sub or slave to realize their full potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is, I mean, it's challenging to answer in just in general, but really for me, it's a matter of setting st- Stopping, you know, starting in the beginning of the relationship with understanding what they want, what they feel that they want, you know, do they and and being open to that conversation to continue. Do they want to learn leather protocol? Do they want to learn how to serve you? Do they want to learn things like to be able to trust, to be able to walk around an event naked? Um, You know, what are the things that they want to learn? That's a good starting point for getting to that potential because then you know what kinds of things to focus on and what kinds of things to support Um, from there you know part of the story is that you've got to be yourself achieving and reaching for your own personal potential to lead by example if I tell uh, a slave hey you know you've always wanted to go to college well we're going to make that happen And I've also always said, I want to go to college, but I'm too lazy to go do it. That's not going to assist them very well. Now, your uh, goals don't have to be the same. And and many of the goals that I have for you or for other people in my collar, for that matter, are not the same. Um, It's just a matter of setting that example by being a doer to me. Um, and being communicating and, and some of it's the simple type of stuff of simply acknowledging when someone does well and saying good job and sometimes it's it's assisting them when things are not going well to not be lazy you know fortunately as a master or mistress or top you could say clearly here's what I expect of you go do it now one of the things you and I work on we talk about reaching potential is the whole exercise thing right, right. both being more healthy when I am steadily exercising, my tolerance for you not exercising is very limited. Mm-hmm. When I'm slacking and not exercising, I don't feel comfortable um, telling you that, hey, you know, you're not living up to your potential. Right. And that's not a matter of, I never expect you to turn to me and say, well, you're not either. You're not oh, allowed no. to do that. <laughs> no, that's bratty. That's or that's but, rude. That's rude. Yes, <laughs> uh, but because I know it's a truth, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going to push it. I'm going to push myself first, and then I will remember to push you. See, and I find myself. See, this question's not asked, but um, I bet a sub could come in and say, "How can I help my master realize his full potential?" Absolutely. You know, because this is a give and take in this, especially with the exercise example, which is why it popped into my head. You know, if I'm exercising and doing my thing on my own and not waiting for you to do it and pushing me, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it on my own, that helps you reach your full potential as well. When I pack your gym bag and say, are you going to the gym today, sir? And you say, well, I don't really know. And I go, okay, well, I've packed your gym bag. Why don't you take it just in right. case? Right. You know, just very respectful. And it just kind of gives you that little push as well. So, but um, there was a couple of things I wanted to mention about what you were talking about that I wrote down. And um, one of those you kind of covered, that you are really good at listening 
to what a slave's goals are. Mm -hmm. So you can hear it when they talk. You can hear it when, you know, sometimes I'll just tell you stories of, you know, I really wish that I could get to this. Sometimes it's more adamant than that. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I really want to get to the other side and this is who I know I am and I really don't know how to get there. And you'll take that and run with it. Sometimes if you think it's beneficial for me. You know, and stuff like that. So I learned that secret about you. <laughs> so, but um, a slave can actually kind of guide what some of those goals are to reaching their full potential because sometimes we already know who we are and what we want to develop. Mm-hmm. We just don't know that we know that. Yeah. And so, I think that's always true. I think that you yeah. know people that come into my collar, they know something's missing. Mm-hmm. They know that there's some impetus that they want. Right. Um, and they... If you listen, if you mm-hmm. communicate with them, you can find out what that is. They know it too. You just got to give them space to speak it. Exactly. So, and another thing that I like about um, being held up to my potential or being shown my potential um, or being reminded of my potential <laughs> is that I also like to be held to high expectations. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, I like the fact that you think I can do more sometimes than I think I can do, Uh you know, and being held to it, you know, you know, you can do this, you know, you can do this. And, you know, just being held to that high expectation. I don't like it when I'm like, oh, well, I, maybe I can't do it. I don't want you to lower your expectation of that just because I think I can't do it and it's difficult. So my full potential is high reaching high expectations so, and I don't know how to explain that any better. I'm hoping people that are listening kind of get what I'm trying to say. You know, I don't want you to look at me and go, oh, well, maybe you can't. Right. Because I'm going oh, yeah, yeah. to take that and go, oh, well, maybe I can't. Or you don't, want me, you don't want me to just, you know, when you say, oh, I'm struggling with so-and-so, to just shrug and say, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you want me to engage. Right. And, and be that, uh, be either the taskmaster who says, well, go do it. Stop fucking mm-hmm. around. Or just being a cheerleader and saying, you know, I've seen you do a lot of great things. I'm sure you could do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that as our relationship has changed and grown, that that's been one of the changes in the beginning of our relationship. I think I was more go do this, right? Like with clergy school. Mm-hmm. And as our relationship <laughs> changed, I think <clears throat> more often I say, I remind you that we already know you can do this, so you can go do it. Yeah. Uh, although I think on occasion, I, I seem to recall recently, I. Told you, go do this. Can't recall what the situation was. I don't remember what it was. Sucking someone's cock, <laughs> getting someone's coffee. It's all this, it all blurs. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> cock and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be our new podcast. Uh, so there is the uh, some ideas, I hope, to help people realize their potential, staying engaged mm-hmm. with their peoples and such. Yeah, I think it's all about just, uh, like you said, staying engaged. Seeing what feeds and what doesn't and yada yada. Yada yada indeed. Uh, from there, uh, if you are still made it through this much of the podcast, I will toss on our uh, little uh, opening introduction to the Madtown Kingfest. At uh, I'll just plug that in there. And uh, other than that, once more, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so... Um, so this is our first time at Madison Madtown Kink Fest. I don't know what the cheese head thing is. Somebody had to explain that to me. They had to explain why cheese curds are popular up here. <laughs> they are good. Um, 
Anybody else here, this is your first, first time here, or kind of new to events in general? Yeah, put your hand out, Dove. Yeah. You might have been. Yeah, whatever. I, I really appreciate people that are new to the, the scene. I knew when I start, first got started, it was very scary for me, I have to admit. It's very challenging when you get started. I would go into, this, into these events like this, and I would meet people, and I'd say, Hi, my name's Dan. And the person's like, I am Lord Dragoncock. <laughs> you know, and we had our little toy bag that we brought with us. And we had we stopped by Spencer Gifts. Yeah, Spencer Gifts in Madison. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> we had our little flogger thing, and we had a pair of handcuffs. We put them in our little, little bag. And then some of you guys, though, I get here, and you guys have these toy bags that you're bringing in on fucking forklifts. <laughs> It's really interesting, though, as we started to stick around, stick around, our toy bag gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Of course, we were raising two children at the time. So the kids would always see us. All right, we're off to, we're, we're going to go to a, a party of some sort. And we had this big fucking bag that we take with us. They, they got older. They started to go to parties. They never knew what kind of parties we went to. So they got their bags. They're like, we don't know what to put in it. I don't know what to put in it. But they were smart enough not to ask. They were smart enough not to ask. Um, so it's really neat to, after you stick around for a while, you know, when you're new and you come into the events, you might be a little, you might think that you're very skillful at home, and then you get around people, and they're doing all this wild, crazy shit. I tell you, I've been around for um, a long time now at this point, and I still suck at many of the things newcomers are better at than I am. For example, I've been to rope, uh, 101 rope things by some of the best presenters in the nation and my local guys. I've sat in on Grey Dancer stuff, and Lee Harrington, and, and T, all these wonderful people, right? I've had a presenter come to my house, and I fed them so they could show me some basic shit. And five minutes, they're gone, and I'm like, whoa! Someone that's in his collar actually put some of stills together, something that we did, and put the Benny Hill theme to it. <laughs> so we have a new video with Benny Hill music. So that tells you my level of skill. I was sitting around, I was walking by a couple riggers earlier, and they were saying, well, you know, if there was a riggers Olympics, right? You know, this guy would be gray. It would be a gray medal. Isn't that nice of me to plug you like that? It would be a bronze medal. This guy would be a silver medal. And I'm like, I just walked away. I'm like, fuck you guys. I would be. Shafari <laughs> <laughs> Special Olympics. That's me. You got it. Yeah. And he just gets the ribbon of participation. Look, yes. I did learn. Unfortunately, I did learn one thing. If you guys are not very skillful at rope, I can tell you where you can go with your rope and look good. Swing clubs. <laughs> it works. Oh, I go Put to me a... in a rope dress, and everybody's like, ooh, ah. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is called a single column tie. I went to Tibet for seven years to learn this. <laughs> so that's nice. Uh, the other thing is the whole flogging thing, right? I'm good with flogging. I can flog. I'm okay with flogging. And then one of these guys with his Florentine flogging hops up. He's like, ha-ha! And I tell you, I just can't do that shit. I tell you, I, I have to admit, the only way I can do Florentine flogging is it's the, the Macarena. Right? Watch this. Hold that. It's... <laughs> Which really doesn't get me laid as much as you'd think it would, to be honest. Especially when he starts humming it in his head as he's doing it. So Don and I, at this point, we've been to many, many, many events, and I wanted to share a few things with you guys. 
for new people, for people that have been around for a little while, crusty veterans, that might help you enjoy this event a little bit. If you are new to the event and you're, you're going around and you see cats like this guy, and I apologize if you've never seen me present before, you'll realize I will give you whiplash. Stand up for a moment, Big Bad Jim. You might be walking around, you might be new. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just a name. In real so, life, it's pretty big. As you go around and you're meeting people, you might be like, want to approach somebody and go, and realize, you know, I want to learn something from this guy, but he's so damn big and scary. <laughs> right? <laughs> or you might be <laughs> I see that. <laughs> Anybody into piss play? Because I got something for you just now. I didn't know I was into it. But the challenge is, as you're going around, everybody's got these different protocols and the different ways that they do things, right? This, to, to us, means something significant. It might mean something completely different to someone else, right? And Roger had that nice hat on earlier, right? And you might go, oh, what a cute hat. And you might walk up and grab his hat by the brim and put it on and realize you've gone into leather hell. Right? <laughs> so, but it's okay. It's okay to do all that stuff. The first thing that we want to share with you that made events better for us was something that we were accidentally taught by a woman named Deb Addington. Deb Addington used to do a lot of presenting, not so much anymore. Big Amazon of a woman, wonderful presenter. And one of the things... Yes. <laughs> now, before we did any presenting, what our shtick was, Don used to demo Dolly for everybody that came to our local area. So Don was going to be the demo Dolly for Deb Addington, and Deb was doing a class on fisting. Now, the problem is, Don first said, yeah, I'd love to demo Dolly. What's she doing? And then we find out that it's fisting. <laughs> and the neat thing is, what we learned from the fisting class, by the way, if you've added lube, add more. <laughs> and the other thing that we learned... Make sure the shelves are attached because the guy in the back of the room ripped them off the wall trying to get a better look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the other thing that I personally learned is a lot of stuff will fit in Don's snatch. <laughs> I tell you, I never knew what a man purse was before, but now I got one. But I tell you, the, in reality, Here's what Deb Addington actually taught us. Now, we were fresh-eyed noobs, uh, and what she taught us was, before she did the presentation, she came over and she, said, and she said very kindly, thank you very much for being part of this, for being part of our presentation, right? She was very gracious, and that's what, that first thing that, and we've carried that for, uh, with us for a long time. So when I go up to somebody and I say, hey, would you feel like flogging me later? And the person says, that's not really what I do. Just be gracious. And when I go up to Big Bad Jim and I step on his toes and I say, I'd like to make you my little bitch. <laughs> when he... <laughs> if he expresses to me that that's not appropriate, not who he is, not what he wants, just be gracious, right? So that's the first thing. <laughs> Just graciously bend over. No. <laughs> so for new people, that's the first thing I want to impart. Now for people that have been around for a little while, for, see, the new people actually have a great thing on us old timers. I love that term for myself. Uh, if you ever want to start a fight, I guess there was an old guard. Sorry, no, we'll just keep going. Uh, one of the neat things that I find for the newcomer, right, when the newcomer comes in, we're going to pretend you're a newcomer for a moment, 
And you are new. That's fantastic. So you get to see as they're going around and they're looking around, they've got these wide eyes, right? The neat thing for the newcomer is they don't know that it's supposed to be this way or that's supposed to be that or that person's a presenter or that person's well-known for giving me the look like he wants to kick me. <laughs> don't look that way anymore. <laughs> Thank you. So cultivating for us people that have been around for a while. Do you remember what that was like when you guys first came to a, and everything was new and shiny and neat? Scary. <laughs> it was scary, but scary in a fun and really neat way. You know, now I find myself looking at the, the uh, list of classes and I'm like, oh, flogging. Okay, I've seen 104 flogging classes already. And I forget what that's like to cultivate what we're going to call beginner's eyes. Right? We're going to go through with beginner's eyes and say, you know what, I might have seen 104 flogging classes, but I've never seen you do a flogging class. And what are you going to bring different? And if I go in there with a fresh set of eyes instead of going in there with, you know, seven seconds into it going, I would never use that technique. <laughs> deer? Ha! Deer floggers? Ha! Hemp instead of juice? <laughs> By the way, a trick that I'm trying to learn how to do is throw my, kind of ventriloquist, throw my voice so I sound like Grey Dancer. So when he's, he's sitting in one of those rigger things, all the rigger sitting around, I can do that little, I'm smarter than Jude, and just keep walking. <laughs> and then the whole thing blows up. It's beautiful. So the second thing, beginner's eyes. The third thing that I want to tell for everybody that I hope will make the event better for you, it's a Sumerian word. It's called choda, and it's a little hard to describe in English. So... I'm going to just do my best to express it, and I will start with, I will start with a story. Uh, who's got my orange? Ah. So the story goes like this. There's two uh, traveling uh, Zen monks, one from China and one from Korea. And not great monks that they were, the one Chinese monk, he says, I am a great Zen master monk, and I want to test this Korean monk. So he pulls this orange out of his sack, and he says, What is this? What is this? And they go through the translator and the translator. Now, in a Zen terminology, the answer might be, This is nothing. Because a good Buddhist knows all things are impermanent, and eventually it will fade away into nothingness. Or, a Buddhist might respond by saying, This is everything. Because without the farmer and the sunlight and the rain, this could not exist. So this is everything. The uh, Korean monk goes to his translator and says, Don't they have oranges in China? <laughs> now this is what Chodak's about. It's about, go ahead and pass those things out. Where's my Zen master? I have a Zen master in this room right now. <laughs> it's fucking funny because it's true. Come here, true Zen master. Where are you hiding at? Where's my Zen master? Oh, come up here. Come up here. <laughs> so, in answer, when we think about Choda, this is what the answer would be. And this is what the, the parable might be. You know, if, someone, if a Zen man has an orange, what is this? So if I ask my Zen master, so Zen master, tell me, what is this? This is the answer. It's not something you tell people about, right? If you came down here from, if an alien comes down from Mars and they say, oh, what is this Coca-Cola? 
you'd say, well, they kind of taste like super sweet chemicals with bubbles. <laughs> right? I think he's messed up. That doesn't taste, that doesn't sound very good, right? But the way to experience a Coca-Cola, drink a Coca-Cola. Then you'll know why people like them, right? The way to experience an orange is to eat an orange, right? So who's got a card? You've got a card. So Choda is about, what is on your card here? Fisting. <laughs> I've, I've skilled with that. I know about that. You know, maybe you've come to this event thinking, I've heard about this fisting thing, but I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to experience that, but I kind of think I might want to. What's on your card? Wax play. Wax play. See, again, this is one of these things you may find yourself, I've read about, I've read, there's this book, I can't remember what it's about, except for there's an inner goddess who murmurs a lot. But maybe this, you know, this wax play. Blasphemer. <laughs> maybe this wax play, maybe, maybe this is what I want to do today. Best breast and nipple play. Maybe he wants my breast and nipples. And maybe he wants to play with... He's not giving me a look like he's buying this. <laughs> so this is what Choda's about. It's about when you look in the closet and there's that dress you've always wanted to wear in public, but you just haven't been able to get it off the hook, right? That's what Choda is about. It's about this weekend. Is there another card out there? <laughs> Great. Thank you. <laughs> what do we have? Deprive me of my senses. I think I'll deprive him of my presence instead. Right? But finding out what is that thing that you've been wanting to try, that thing that you fantasized about, that thing that, you know, maybe there's, maybe it's not an event, maybe it's not a scene at all, right? Again, you know, I had this thought earlier that I was going to play naked. And this little voice in my head says, Dumbly Doms don't play naked. That's for the subby subs, right? But there's something in my heart that says, I want to play naked. I want to top naked, right? Then and that's, play naked. Then play naked, right? That's what Choto is. It's, it's, it's like, we're going to use the word courage as the closest American, but it's also experience. Don and I were in a wonderful situation not too long ago where we were flying from point A to point B, and there's this metal that covers one of the engines. Anybody know what that's called? Cowling. The cowling? Is that what it is? It came off. Yeah. We thought we had hit a cow. Southwest, huh? <laughs> that's what Choda is, it says. One day that cowling might come off, right? We have stuff to fly home. <laughs> For all the people who are currently flying since event, fuck me too. So it's maybe, you know, maybe for you, it is going to talk to Big Bad Jim or Sergeant Major or some of these people that, that, we, that Roger keeps calling rock stars. We're not, man. We're peeps. We're people, right? We're here to have a good time. And that's one of the things I like about this event is he's, he's took our fucking, I, I tell you the truth, Roger has all of our hotel, hotel keys. That's why we're going to be here interacting with everybody. I don't think you talked to enough guests yet, Dan. Get back out there. Right? So that's the things that we wanted to share with you today. You know, if you're worried about how you're moving around, just be gracious. If you have the opportunity, practice beginner's eyes. And finally, Choda, right? Have the courage to try things. Make this the weekend. Don't go home thinking, I should have, could have, would have. Make it the weekend where you go home and you say, yeah, I tried that. 
So our motto for the weekend will be, eat the orange. Thank you very much. is a awesome podcast for you to reach out to gajillions of ninjas. <laughs> Want to have your see that's what happens when you don't have <laughs> the notes in front of you when you start this. Want to have your product, event, charity or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? Make a $10 donation to the podcast for a 10 second front bump which would normally goes more like a minute to our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What a bargain. bargain. Contact us at Dan and Dawn at com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.